Welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Sanity Check. My name is Seth. And I'm Camille. Go, yes, y'all. And so we want to make sure everything is good and copacetic with you and that you are staying sane, y'all, because the world is a crazy place and you don't have to be crazy with it. Right on. So if you are here and you are here live with us, please let us know that you're here. Say good morning, good morning. We, we won't bite, you know what I mean? Uh, this is a great time to be alive. Camille, how you feeling there? Yes, I'm. I'm really well today. Uh, it's been a busy morning, and but a very, very productive and very uh, fulfilling morning already. I had a, you know a couple of things, but I'm learning, growing, and now I'm here with you guys. And this is my favorite place to be on Saturday mornings. Show you right. Show you right. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, yes, yes. How are you, ma'am? Good morning. Hey, good morning to you too, ma'am. How are you? Y'all, so look, y'all, we, we, we got a good show today. We, we got a real good show today. Ladies and gentlemen, so but before we go into that, don't forget, we do need your assistance. So we're, we're, we're trying to do some things in this uh, cyber world, right? So what you guys can do is as far as helping us out is making some time later on today when you're done with your... Uh, Lion's Heart Challenge at the gym and whatever it is that you're doing, please, please, please go and subscribe on the Lions, uh, uh, the Lions Network on YouTube, y'all. We're trying to get some things popping, okay? Trying to get it popping is be a great, great opportunity for for everyone. And then also, it helps us to not just get our name out there, but to connect with other uh, content creators and individuals that can utilize. The, uh, the knowledge and the information that we're dropping on, like just, just different subjects, different topics, progressive, okay? That's nothing progressive. So y'all, please, please, if y'all can, go ahead and check us out on the YouTube and of course, the Amazon Fire in Roku, all right? Make sure y'all log in just in case you get you get on here then you forget, you know what I mean? Or you, you miss a show, boom, you can go and watch it again. All right, you can go and watch it again, and it's free. So get it and and enjoy yourself. All right, so Miss Camille, what do you think about? Hey, good morning. What's going on? What do you think about being sorry? Well, saying sorry, but not really sorry. Saying, "Look, I'm sorry for who I am." I'm sorry. I said I was singing Beyonce. You know, she sorry. I ain't sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. But before I start, I want to say, please share like I've been doing now. So share this with your friends, your families, <laughs> and your personal groups, uh, mm -hmm. because we want people to get this information. But anyway, how do I feel about not being sorry, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, for being me? You know, I had to realize I, you can't be a people pleaser because... Um, you'll lose who you are. You won't know who you are. You know, you'll just be in a place where you're like, man, I'm pleasing everybody myself. So when I decided just to be me, good morning. Um, it was such a liberating feeling, <laughs> such a liberating, peaceful, amazing feeling 
that that's exactly how I felt when I just started to walk in who I am and, you know, all the things that I do and my quirks and my flaws and all that kind of stuff. Um, I really was like, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm not sorry for being me. This is me. And then again, we learned that we attract those people who are best for us when we're our best self, when we're our true and authentic self. So um, I accepted it. People around me accepted it. Some people fell off and that was okay. And the people who I needed in my life um, that allowed me to be me, to be authentically me, um, they showed up. And um, so as of right now, my life is good, good. And I'm I'm not sorry <laughs> for not being sorry about there being you. me. Yes, absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're going to be talking about today and different types of uh, things that you can feel okay for not apologizing for. First thing, my feelings. All right. And what I mean by that, ladies and gentlemen, we have individuals on. Good morning. Good morning. Look, we have individuals that feel bad for themselves because they have feelings. Okay, that's not a bad thing. The deal is, in my opinion, is it the, the situation only becomes bad when you don't know how to control your feelings, if that makes sense. Yes, unapologetically, unapologetic. Yes. What, so what you think about that, Camille? Because, I mean, there's so many things that goes on in life, ladies and gentlemen. There's so many things that goes on day to day, and you might feel a way about it. There's no reason for you to apologize for how you feel because your feelings are valid, right? You're, you're a living organism, for goodness sake. So why wouldn't you be able to have feelings? People say, oh, don't worry about that. Tough enough. You don't spend time in worrying about this or feeling a certain way. Come what you think about that? I mean, that's that's very, very um, important to note is that we all have feelings. We're we're emotional beings and our feelings are typically based off of our experiences, what we've gone through and everything like that. And just because I don't react a certain way doesn't mean that you don't have the right to react however you're feeling. Now, I do tell people, you know, <laughs> don't don't waste a lot of time. You don't give a lot of power, you know, to that situation. Feel how you feel and then figure out what the next step is. You know what I mean? But I, I don't apologize for crying anymore or if i get upset about something you know i don't apologize that's how i feel in the moment now if my behavior is out of line you know i might apologize for my behavior because i allowed those feelings or emotions to get the best of me mm -hmm. but i don't apologize for how i feel because when you feel a certain way there's a reason that you feel that way right. you know identifying that underlying issue is one thing but you're feeling it because of certain things, your experiences, how you view things, your beliefs and all that kind of stuff. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's absolutely right. nothing wrong with being angry or mad or happy, you know, in certain situations or whatever, nervous. That's human nature. So that is. I stopped apologizing for that. Yeah, That is. And also, too, ladies and gentlemen, the, w please keep this in mind. The way that you feel about things it's not everybody's business. It, it, hopefully you can dig what I'm trying to say, but um, understand that if, you, you, if you're feeling away, especially if the individuals that's around you aren't the ones that cause that, 
right? Recognize how you feel, separate yourself if necessary and go about your business. But telling everybody how you feel about A, B, C, and D, just like, is it necessary? You get what I'm saying? Isn't it? Sometimes individuals don't want to uh, express how they feel because they don't know how to express it or they're not in the, the right area or environment to do it. But recognize where you are and say, okay, should I let everybody else here know how I feel about, uh, you know, somebody's cooking and how it makes my stomach hurt, you dig? Like, hey, you know, so maybe that's not what you need to do. How about you just don't eat it and go on about your business? You understand what I'm saying? Look, not everybody has the gift of, uh, you know, making the best macaroni and cheese in this side of Mississippi. But right. it's your responsibility to tell everybody that you feel that way. I don't know. It's it's not. There are some things that don't have to be said. You can feel them and and keep moving. You know, um, there's been things that I absolutely didn't like, and in my mind, I said I will never do that or eat that again ever. If somebody, I'm gonna pretend like I already ate and I'll pass on the on the meal. But I don't tell everybody else because they may enjoy it. Enjoy it. We all have different palates and things like that. We grew yes. up different ways. Now I don't agree with Del Vida on macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. You won't get me to eat that. And I, I might tell people about how I feel about the Velveeta mac and cheese, especially when right. it's just Velveeta. Um, but that's a whole nother story. But, you know, I'm not going to taint somebody else's, um, you know, experience because I just don't enjoy it. Or at least I try not to. Sometimes right. you just, you know, it comes out. You feel a certain way. Oh, uh, uh-uh, no, mm-mm. you know, it comes out before you can really catch it, right. catch those words and bring them back. <laughs> Look, sometimes it's just on your face. You know, you just had that. You know that who did it face or you know. Hey, okay. Obviously, you feel a way about this. Yes. Thank you. It's written all over your face. Over your face. You know <laughs> <laughs> My face saying, is a snitch. Right. You know. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, that's another thing we have to work on. You don't have to apologize for how you feel, but sometimes your face is telling the, the whole story. And just because you didn't say anything doesn't mean it, your face wasn't just as loud. You understand what I'm saying? People know you feel a way about somebody else that walked into the room. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Hey, <laughs> no. All of a sudden, you're like, okay. Uh, you know, the whole energy shifts. Yes. All right? Yes. Learn how to control your your, your your aura, if that makes sense. And then also, like uh, Lily says, she says, feelings are fickle and can always be shared. They change too often. So that's another thing. Whatever make you feel a way, yes, look, yes. Hey, she's been working on that and still working on that. Hey, listen, let me tell you something about Lily Wilson's eyes. Listen, she, you know when something smell bad to her without her saying nothing or even in the general direction, like, wait a minute. And now you want to know what's that smell. Okay. So, but with that being said, we do have to work on it. We do have to work on how we do things and and, and how, yes, yes. Look, sometimes you can't, <laughs> hey, some people just, just got that power in their face. You see what I'm saying? Camille, you know some people like that. I do. I do. And I, I'm probably. I, hey, you know, and, Everybody, hey, everybody working on it. You know what, everybody. Look. See, 
Look, it's a reason why we're on the Saturday check because, see, we, we all got, uh, what is it, the petty bone? And sometimes the petty bone is all up in here, you see? Um, <laughs> you know? I, I really had to work on that, Seth. I have to work on my You got a petty bone face. I do. face out there, y'all. Just say y'all working on it, okay? Just put a few working on it. You know, we, we, we're going to give you positive vibes, all right? We, that's what we're going to do. We're going to get it together today, all right, as a family, right on? Woo, okay. <laughs> Good meal, get it together, all right? All right. I, mean, um, I really do. I'd be like, I hope my face doesn't show it. what I'm thinking. Don't Look, tell. No, and I'd be having a really... If my eyes get wide like this, you know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. You know what I'm saying? Help us. Y'all, help us. We need it. Like, hey, and, 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 and all which is holy. Because my face, my listen, when I see a fool, or I'm listening to a fool, I love, I might love them. Hey, they, they might be somebody related to me, somebody that, you know, this is good people. But damn, like, yo, do you not hear yourself? I'm hearing you, you know, and, and yeah, you know, let, let, let's just go and move on. People, we got the point. Okay. <laughs> we got the point. All right, y'all. Next. Sorry, not sorry for having firm boundaries. So what do we mean by that, y'all? So having healthy boundaries is extremely necessary, right? And it's, it's one of the components for self-care. Now, without boundaries, we feel depleted, taken, of, hold on, taken advantage of, right? Taken for granted or intruded upon. So whether it's in work or your uh, personal relationships, Poor boundaries may lead to resentment, hurt, anger, and hey, and guess what else? For those that's listening in the back, burnout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you dig what I'm saying? What you think about that, Camille? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then a, a lot of times, what happens is we don't set those firm boundaries, and then we um, project our feelings or our um, what's the word I'm looking for? Disappointments and things like that on that other person who doesn't even know. They're just doing what they're doing. They're asking, they're, you know, saying whatever. And you're just like, yes, yes, yes. You have all of these feelings that you just stored up inside instead of just saying no. And I'm not sorry for saying no. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're like, yeah. And then you go, oh man, they always ask me, well, do they know that it's getting on your nerves? You know? And so then you start to resent them. And they don't even know you're resenting them because, again, they're just doing what they know to do. And that's asking or, you know, doing pulling from you or whatever. And because you keep allowing them, they keep doing it. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we want to go back and get all upset and everything and ruining friendships because you didn't communicate how that was crossing your boundary. But it wasn't really a boundary because you let, kept letting them do it. Hey. You know, you keep pushing back the pushing back the fence. So yeah. there is no boundary. Ain't no boundary. And I keep saying that. Ain't no boundary. I keep mm-hmm. saying that. And then, you know, you, you're feeling all of these things, you know, and um, that person never knows. Never, never knows. knew. Never knew. Never knew. Ladies and gentlemen, in my opinion, there's only two types of individuals. Excuse me. Two types of individuals that can uh, understand their boundaries extremely well. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Here it is. You got little kids with no filter and mm-hmm. elders that don't have a filter. Them two individuals, 
hey, the little kids go tell you, hey, I don't like this, right? Oh, they go. Hey, you, did you see this little clip, y'all? Listen, I, no, no, listen. This is a little girl getting her hair braided, okay, by her mom. <laughs> right. And the baby's crying and everything. And the mama's thinking that, you know, she's pulling on her hair and everything like that. And so the little girl was just basically explaining to her mother very nicely. Hey, you know, you, you have an older. Yeah. Hey, said so you. And this is live. OK, so this lady kind of put this on live. <laughs> She's in the see the baby's in the middle of her um, the mama's lace getting her hair done. You did getting the braids in. And she right. to get her hair did, and you know how her hair, she's so tender headed. She got tough hair and the baby just crying because hey, listen, I don't like this smell that's uh coming from this area. Okay, so you got the little girl, right? But then you got the old folk, older people, okay, older individuals that's like, hey, look. I don't like this person over there. And sometimes we think, look, y'all, you know, people say whatever they want. Hey, they know their boundaries and they don't have time to mess with your tail. You dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Am I like, what you think? No, uh -uh. I have to, you know, my mama is past that that age sometimes and I have to, you know, correct and remind her. Oh. <laughs> Nicely. <laughs> sometimes when when she, you know, she'd be like, oh, I don't know if it's my age. Yeah, it's probably your age, but, you know, mama, you need to say that a little bit nicer. Like, you can, and she'd be like, well, I'm just telling it like it is. I get it, mama. I get it. It's a dance <laughs> between um, having cool you know what I mean? And, and then also being assertive, right? So, and, and, and I'm learning it, obviously being an HR, right? Yeah. What I'm saying is, you know, what it helps is when you set those boundaries, when you set it, that mm -hmm. lets individuals know that it has been set. Hey, I'm straight on this in this part. Now, that means there's nothing else you can understand or oh, you can understand whatever you want but make sure you understand mm -hmm. this right here you see and so we have to get to the point where we can communicate right we can communicate but at the same time mm -hmm. individuals know where we are and don't be a habitual line crosser and line stuff because see people be out of line you dig and then they do. And, and but see the over line yeah over and then they, and what they do is they go back and then they come on and it, it, but the thing is, we don't set that, hey, you don't keep coming back over here. Once you cross it, it's a done deal. But we don't know how to communicate that. And then other people feel as though you cussing them out. No, I ain't cussing you out. I still love you. But you, what you ain't going to do is play me. You think what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And that's the thing what my mom was saying about the um, abusers and, um, and um, manipulators. Mm -hmm. um, they do it because we allow it. You know what I mean? And whether we want to take responsibility for that or not, it's the truth. Mm -hmm. We allow it. When they manipulate us, it's because we allow them to manipulate us. Absolutely. We keep on allowing those behaviors, justifying it, making excuses for it, you know, uh, all of these things. But I hate when I say that, all of these things. But anyway, um, <laughs> we're not firm in those. Don't apologize for it. You, you, it's a glitch. I didn't apologize. Oh, to you. It's yours. It's yours. I catch myself saying it. I'm like, <laughs> why did I say that? I don't know. But anyway, so um, but we we allow them to do it, and so it goes on for so long, and we know when it happens because in our mind we're like, I can't believe they just, and then we're like, oh, mm -hmm. but you know, they just this or they just love this or they whatever, and then 
they abuse those privileges. They become abusers and stuff. But the longer you stay with that and the longer you keep pushing that boundary back, the longer you keep allowing them to cross that boundary mm-hmm. and then not there's no consequence for their yeah, action, the more that they do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they can only abuse you so much unless you say no. I have an echo. Do you have you hear the echo? Mm-mm. Okay. But um they continue to do it because we allow them to do it. Yes. So we have to stand firm in those boundaries. Let my word be my word, you right. know, and, and and just say with money too. people, like, I ain't going to let them borrow. No, they're not going to be me. I said no. Well, does your pocket say no? Because you keep reaching in it. Every time you say don't ask me for anything or don't come back here and then they give you another sob story or they pull on your heartstring or they bring something that they know that you're um, passionate about. You you still reaching in your pocket and pulling it out, so you know hey. doesn't mean no. It just yeah. means try a different way. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? A short story. Something happened earlier this week at work, y'all, uh, and, and I got loads of them, but it's very uh, pertinent in this situation, right? Within this, um, had an individual call in. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, call in and say, hey, um, I need some help. Right. So we got the uh, department called the uh, general assistance. Right. Individuals come in, they, you know, whatever it is that they have going on, if homelessness or whatever the case, and you don't need a little bit of help. So this lady called. She says, hey, I need some I need some help. Well, she says uh, someone that I allow to borrow my car took it without permission. Now was impounded. Uh, can you help with the, hold on? Wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, Russell? It's like, hold on, what you talking about? You allowed somebody to borrow your car, but then they took it without permission. That was impounded. It needs some help on getting no. So you see what I'm saying? Apparently, this young lady did not know how to set her own boundaries, but it's okay. So what we have to do is help them establish boundaries. So sometimes that's what we have to do for our friends, families, and loved ones because we don't like to see them uh going and, and being hurt and you know being manipulated however sometimes folks need to feel it okay mm-hmm. you, you you need to feel it because hey, you can tell them anything to you blue in the face or purple in the face but until they feel uh they money depleted enough or or or, or when they can't pay that bill wait a minute i've been fishing and you know and, and doing all this and now i'm hurting now that's your boundary. Hey, it's been going on for, for the last 50, 11 years, but now you feeling the way? Hey, however long it take individuals to establish their boundaries, let them. Now, how do you feel about that, Camille? Be, seeing individuals that <laughs> don't know how to establish their own boundaries, but they keep getting used and abused. Well, that's that whole thing, you know, until the pain of saying the same is 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 worse than the pain of change. <laughs> you know, keep doing the same thing. And mm-hmm. until their pockets hurt, you know, bad enough or continuing to give, they're going to keep doing it until they see the value in not mm-hmm. doing it again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we point it out to people, but ultimately it's their decision whether they want to do it or not. But the mm-hmm. thing about it with me is I'm like, OK, I done told you I don't want to hear about it. If you keep doing the same thing, you know, at some point I'm like, but you know what to do and you're right. choosing not to do it. Mm-hmm. So don't come talk, telling me about how somebody used you or whatever. You knew that they were a user in the first place. Right. You knew that they was going to, you know, keep asking you and finding all these different um, places or, or ways to ask you. And you keep allowing them to suck you dry. Mm-hmm. You have to decide that this 
is where the buck stops. It yeah. stops here. Like y'all saw my post the other day, my petty post from a couple of years ago when I said, as of today, the Bank of Camille is closed. Hey. <laughs> you know, where can you go, make a withdrawal with no interest, you know, don't pay it back, then come back to the same bank and borrows again at no interest and don't pay. Back. And that was my fault because I didn't establish firm boundaries. But mm -hmm. in that moment, when I established those boundaries, baby, I established those boundaries. Friends yeah. and family alike. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me for nothing because I don't want to have to tell you no, mm -hmm. but I will. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I had to establish that boundary because I was the one being upset about it. But then I had to think about it and I allowed people to manipulate my feelings, put me on guilt trips about their bad financial <laughs> situations, mm -hmm. financial decisions. And then they weren't paying me back. And then I was upset about it, even though I knew they didn't pay me back from the last four times they borrowed from me. What makes this time any different? Hey. So I had to say, sorry, not sorry for saying no. And I mean that. Uh, let me be your plan Z. Yeah. Exhaust all the means first. And then if you really need me, come back and maybe, I can't promise you nothing, but maybe I'll consider it. Hold on. Let me be your plan uh, 1A. You see, so you know, we went through A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? And now you go into the ones too, right? So yeah, let me be that. But also too, ladies and gentlemen, wait, first of all, if this is your first time tuning in, this is the Sanity Check. Make sure you're sharing this. We're talking about sorry, not sorry about the things that we do and how do we go through life being unapologetic for setting our own boundaries and loving life and living the best way possible. <clears throat> now, with that being said, had a situation that happened, y'all about setting a boundary but not knowing it what i mean by that how do you think you feel or, or, or how do you think i would feel or maybe you ladies and gentlemen just tell me if i'm wrong or, or, or if i'm uh you know little all since this is the sanity check when you talk to someone it could be family member or you know friend whatever and you say hey well look i got you call me if you need me all right you going about your business, but while and they going about theirs. But in that time, you're worried, like, man, where have they been? Where I haven't heard from them. And then all of a sudden, you got social media. You said, hey, they doing all this A, B, C, and D. Now you might be feeling away. Like, wow, they don't even call me no more. I helped them out, and da da. But you set a boundary that they that they was happy to oblige in. They only call you if they need you. You need them. <laughs> yes. Listen. When you set a boundary, don't forget you set that boundary. You know what I mean? Listen, don't be mad when someone that you helped out is now living their best life, maybe because you helped them out and they ain't hollering at you. You said, holler at me if you need something. And apparently they don't need anything. <laughs> you did what I'm saying? So don't forget about those boundaries, ladies and gentlemen. If you said it, don't forget you said it and don't feel away about it. Hey, you weren't sorry when you said it, but understand what that means. What do you think about that, Camille? Has that ever happened to you? Um, I don't really get wrapped up in that stuff, but I understand I understand the sentiment, though, because you do say stuff like that to people. Call me when you need me. And then you get mad because they only call you when they need you. You know what I mean? Um, on the flip side, or, you know, a better thing is to say, call me, you know, periodically. Let's catch up. There we go. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that way, that's an open boundary that they can just call you to say, hey, how you doing? You know, let me know how you doing from time to time. Mm -hmm. That's better than call me when you need me, because then we have set that precedence that you call me when you need me. Mm -hmm. And then 
now we mad about the fact that they called me. They're doing exactly what we what said, you said. Yeah, you know, told them to do. Call mm -hmm. me. They only call me when the only time I hear from. Yeah, well, that's what you told them to do. So that's what they're doing. Exactly. Um, so you know the power of words, and that that seed is planted in their mind that if if I need somebody. They they offered their time, their energy, their pockets, whatever it was. They said, "Call me. Don't worry about it. If you need something, mm -hmm. anything, any we use the word anything a lot, which mm -hmm. also means our finances, our time, our energy, our ear. Um, then they do that. So mm -hmm. we have to be careful about what we put out there and what we establish as those boundaries. It's not just anything. Just call me to chat sometime. Let me know how you're doing. You know, make it a check in sometime, and that way." They think about what they want to call you about. Well, she said, call me to check in. Let, let her know how I'm doing. Mm -hmm. She didn't say, call me if I need nothing. See? <laughs> you know? exactly. And so then, it, it yes, those 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 ideas and things like that are different. So you change the way people interact with you. Yes. Um, so you have to also be sorry for not saying, call me when you need me. There you go. Yeah. You, you know, it's not that you don't care. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be mad at the boundaries that you didn't set for real, yeah. right? You can't be mad at that. And then to your point, when you do say, hey, just reach out to me, hey, you know, let's keep in touch, blah, blah, blah. Make sure you say everything that you want. And of course, your feelings may change. And then you realize, oh, okay, well, yeah, I ain't want that, you know, when want that type of friend. Now you got, now you got to reestablish your boundaries. You get what I'm saying? But you have to protect yourself and your emotions. And also too, that helps relieve that burden off of you because you did say, holla at me if you need me. You know what I'm saying? But yes, yes, you're absolutely right. You have to teach them. And so ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the, you know, uh, uh, sorry, not being sorry. We're talking about your feelings. You don't have to be sorry for your feelings and setting firm boundaries. And uh, after the break, we are going to be talking about saying no to those things you are not interested in doing. Do you know how to say that? Hey, do you know how to tell somebody, hey, no, I'm straight. I don't want to do that and be okay and not feeling guilty about that. But ladies and gentlemen, make sure you're sharing this. We will see you in a minute. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Integrity Consulting and Professional Services, LLC, is a minority, female-owned, nonprofit management consulting agency located in Humble, Texas, north of Houston. The owner, Jackie Dozier, has over 36 years of nonprofit and for-profit business management experience. She can take your idea from thought to manifestation while offering a myriad of services to help you successfully manage your business along the way. Her services include state filing anywhere in the United States, getting your employee identification number and 501c3 tax determination, providing cooperative and service agreements and mandatory documents, one-on-one -on -one grant writing training and consultation, board and staff development, and more. Ms. Dozier's clients include the U.S. Departments of Health and Human Services, the Administration of Children and Youth, U.S. and Caddo Parish, Louisiana Departments of Education, and the list goes on. References are available. Check her out on our Facebook page, Integrity Consulting and Professional Services, LLC, and contact her by email at IntegrityConsultingPSLLC at gmail.com. Rates are competitive. 
Say you heard about her on Sanity Check for a 5% discount. ICPS, providing all of your small business and grant writing needs with integrity and professionalism. Hey, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back to the Sanity Check. Y'all, we're talking about sorry, not sorry, and y'all are going ballistic in these chats. Hey, y'all talking a whole bunch of crazy. Y'all, because we're talking about how important it is to uh, set those boundaries, and now we're talking about how do you, you know, uh, not feel guilty for saying no to things that you're not interested in doing. So <clears throat> what that sounds like is understanding that is difficult in being able to say no, right? And it, it so it makes sense that it is because we're, it, I read something saying that we're wired to fear confrontation, if that makes sense, right? So we're, we're wired to fear, to fear confrontation and no one loves disappointing someone. But when you say no to someone else, you're saying yes to yourself. You get what I'm saying? So when, when you actually say no, it's like, all right, no, I'm straight. You are enabling more things for you to do, but um, you, it, it's not easy. It is not easy in doing it. And I'm, I'm looking in the chats right now. Sometimes it is the facial expressions, right? Someone asks you to do something and they see your face like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm straight. Or it, it, you see, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, you can you, you have to find the way not to be passive aggressive. Right. Being able to say no, like, hey, it's all right. You know, I still, you know, we're still cool, but I'm just not feeling that, you know, we can do something else, <laughs> you know, yes. not to obligate yourself to be in an environment that you don't like. And then this is another part when you're there and you don't want to be there, people can tell that you don't want to be there. So like. Now you did this, not only to yourself, now to the environment. Folks like, oh, why she got this look on her face? It looked like she don't want to be here. She don't, but she didn't know how to tell you no, because she didn't want to hurt your feelings. So how do you think that person is going to feel because you couldn't even tell them no? You, you did what I'm trying exactly. to say, ladies and gentlemen. So what you think, Camille? Absolutely. Anything you say, you know, or agree to out of obligation is a lie. It's a lie to yourself. You don't really want to do it. You're not being honest. And, and you go through all of this internal conflict and turmoil and everything. Oh, I don't want to go. This thing is coming. Oh, I hope they cancel. I hope, that, you know, because you just didn't have the courage to just say, no, it's not something that I'm interested in, don't want to do. Or if you change your mind along the way and decide that it's not something that you want to do, then you have, you know, you have the right to say, I don't want to do it anymore. You know, but we like, oh man, they they're counting on me, counting on you. They're gonna go anyway. They got a whole group of friends that they're it's going with. Happen. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not determining their happiness. You know, yeah. it's not that they can't be happy if you don't go. It might be nice to have you there, but you know, sometimes we treat our, um, I guess, our presence or whatever, like God, like. If we're not there, things are not going to go on like mm -hmm. we are the all power. And that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And so some, hi, Sophie. Thank you for joining us today. Um, but, you know, we're, we're not that powerful. People have a choice to choose happiness, whether you're there or not. I've had people cancel on me. You think that stopped anything? Nope. I took my happy butt by myself 
gave away tickets. I'll just say gave away tickets to uh, NBA games and stuff at the door of the thing or to the concerts at the door of the, the event to people who didn't have t um, tickets. And I sat next to them and we had a good old grand time. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody stopping me from doing what I want to do, period. And so I have to treat it the same way. And a girlfriend of mine, we were talking about that. How you'd be like, oh, man, you say, oh, call me if you need help. And then you're like, oh, God, why did I do that? I hope you don't. You know, sometimes we just have to say, you know what? These are the things that I'm willing to help you with. <laughs> I don't really want to go. But if you need somebody to do some work on the back end, holla at your girl. You know what I mean? If that's what you choose to do. Absolutely. So, um, you know, we're, we're just not that powerful that we can say, but anything you do out of obligation to yourself is a lie if you don't want to do it. And so, again, like you said, you have to put yourself, you're being honest and true with yourself. And that's the most important person um, that you need to take care Absolutely. of and by saying no, you reinforce um, your own strength, your own courage, your own self-confidence, your self-esteem, yeah. you have the courage to say no. You got to say no. And you know what? To this question here, what if someone doesn't understand the word no and always uh, ask you for help? My thought process is, and this is just Seth, ladies and gentlemen, so um, you, we're family, right? You, you can, you, We can dig this. This is a safe space, right? Check it out. Everybody knows the word no. You understand? They understand it, but they know how and to. Every language is the same. They they want to, yes, like she said, every language is the same. They want you to feel guilty because you said no. They understand it, but you need to understand it. What you listen? You need to help to let them know that your no is no, and I can only show you better than I can tell you. Because watch this. No, I'm done. Uh, you do what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit there and go back and forth with you as to why no is no. Listen, I, as a matter of fact, even if you spell it backwards, it still sounds like no. You dig? So individuals know what no means. You're right. But again, setting those boundaries, you have to be the one to walk the talk. Instead of just talking, walk it. If you said no, show them what your no looks like. You see what I'm saying? Because not everybody, watch this, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get close up here. Not everybody's no is created equal. You understand? So your no defines who you are. Now, if an individual feel like they can still pick and pull and, and you know, pull pull apart your uh uh your no, you're giving them you're giving them access to your no. No, my no is mine. You dig? And I'm going to show you how, how you know, uh, 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 how to flex my no. But you have to be able to do that. What you think, Camille? Like they said, I could show you better than I could tell you. That's it. No is no. And, and like Arjuna said, no is a complete sentence. Yes. <laughs> it is mm -hmm. a complete sentence, just like yes is too. Uh, when you start waffling and things like that, oh, well, that's when people try to capitalize on your unsurety uh, on mm -hmm. your you know kind of your feelings and play on your emotions well you know i can't do this and snap and they're gonna wear your butt down but for me when i say no and i'm really convicted about my no i'd be like no and you're like well i just want you no but well, well why can't you just because i don't want to let my no be my no and i, I just yeah. be like i said no and i'm not going back on it the answer is no and then they'll be like, man, you just and they want to get attitude. And I'm like, well, if you would have accepted my no in the first place, because I was very sure of it when I just said no, 
with no other, you yeah. know, words evolved, no nothing. I kept moving, but you want to keep playing. But what happens is people are so used to being able to manipulate somebody into a yes, from a no to a yes, because you're giving them that space when you're waffling, you're going back and forth, you're thinking about, oh, well, let me think about it. They're going to throw everything that they have to get you to a yes. So when they keep coming back to you and asking for help, it's because they've manipulated you before. And they're learning. And they know, they know you and they know how to get there. And even if they know where you live, you can tell them, well, I got something at my house too. It's something else that live with me. Come if you want to. You, you, you know, but you, you don't come in back. You know, listen, listen, yo, hey, y'all don't have to try. Look, look it, it, <laughs> you ain't got to threaten to shoot nobody about you. No, know. listen, look, no, I didn't no, say nothing about no, shooting. No, I just no, said I don't live alone. No, you just said it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the reason why we don't sign the check because sometimes, you know, we, we need a little help ourselves, right on. So, uh, but what to Camille's point, when you do say no, it does mean a certain, you know, that that no means no. And of course, when everybody is, you know, throwing different things in you, you know, at you to help chop you down to get to your yes, the deal is, is that they have that what they're doing is they're learning you okay they're like wait a minute so if i ask right now okay they said no that time hold on let, let me say my let me say my, my 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 baby crying and my baby need it. yeah there we go cool you know my baby really needs this blah 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 all i need is uh, 11 dollars you can't get none for 11 dollars you dig what i'm saying <laughs> what not formula not diapers nothing <laughs> Not nothing. So shut up. Now I've seen that baby. Look, you got every you got Jordans on the baby feet, and I'll grow them yesterday after you got them. So now you need these eleven dollars, and so what people do is they tug on your heartstrings. You understand? But the only way people tug on your heartstrings is because they can see them. So that's your fault. You dig what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? We're talking about sorry, not sorry. Okay, so stop being sorry for the things that you do and the type of energy that you allow. So what you say? Okay, a man tried to tell me about his wife, Dev, like what? It would turn to no. So what? Hold on. Okay, so. All right. Now, um, no. See, what is it? Everybody outline today, but that's okay. Look, first of all, Adrena, I don't know what's I don't. I feel you. Somebody say, but my, but my wife. Hey, are you can my bad and going about your business? No, brother, you can't have a million dollars. But, but let me let me say this, Seth. No, go ahead. Let me say this to Ardrina's point. I did have a trip one time, and this is to be honest. So you have to really kind of weed through people's sob stories and their their guilt stories to get to the truth of the matter. I had a troop who called me one day and told me, or came to work, and there's a bunch of folks on here that were stationed with us, that told me that his brother got shot. They're from New Orleans. So his brother got shot 13 times, and he died. So here we are. I'm like, oh, man. So, you know, I let him off to do some grieving as we're trying to get all these arrangements and everything like that. I collected money to to send flowers to his family. So I call him 1-800-Flowers. And at three o'clock in the morning, I get a call from 1-800-Flowers and was like, um, are you sure you delivered these to the right address? And I'm like, yes, uh, this is the person's name and so on and so forth. Well, she said, 
her son ain't dead. Is her son over there dead? I said, no, he ain't dead. She said, I said, well, does she, he have a 13 or 14 year old brother? It was 14 year old brother. And then she said, yeah, the lady had us on both the phones. And she said, yeah, he's standing right here next to her. Come to find out this boy, he wanted some time off to spend with his girlfriend. You know what? All right. So that's the end of that. So, Wait, but, no. but, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, did all people will that. lie. For some time off with his he girlfriend. All that negativity in the air just to get some time off, Lord have mercy. I said, you gonna kill off your brother for a couple of days off? Like, who does that? And so you have to to look through the, the sob stories and get to the bottom. Because people will lie and manipulate to that degree to get what they want. That is the truth of the matter. And like I said, there's a, probably a few people on here that were stationed with us during that time. And it was a whole I was like, I want my money back. You need to call and apologize. I don't care who did. And I said, did your mother actually call you? He was like, well, sound like my mama. You don't know your mother's voice. Oh, no, wait, Come wait, on wait, now. Okay, then I know. had some girl calling about it. And I said, all you had to do was say, I'm overwhelmed. I needed some time off. <laughs> I could have dealt with that better then you making up concocting this big old story and killing off your brother for some time off. True story. So, Ardrina, I feel you on there. While it's, it's funny and not funny, it actually happens. People go through that. They say they're going through divorces and they need some help. And they ain't never talked about divorce a whole one time in a relationship. So we have to be unapologetic about our nose sometimes because we... we there's that thing you'd be like, mm-mm, that like I still said no. I don't care what's going. You deal with that, but that's not going to be me. Hey, Charles, brother Charles, there from Kenya. Um, thank you guys for showing up. But it it really is a, a thing. So you know, when you're convicted to say no, let your no be no. You know, regardless, they'll find somebody. It don't always have to be you. See, you know, but yeah. So look, y'all, y'all got to stop being. I hate to say it, but you have to stop being a sucker. You understand what I'm saying? But you got to realize when you are being a sucker. You know what I mean? But yeah. stop putting yourself in a situation to keep being a sucker. You feel me? Because sometimes yeah. individuals see your they, they, people see how to get around your nose. You understand what I'm saying? People have the people see that like, oh man. So all right, so I know Camille, cool. She's real sensitive. She loves people. Boo boo boo. Let me tell her, yeah, somebody died. Watch this. Wait, hold on. Let me wait. Wait. Let me get my eyes right. Oh, now I'm about to squeeze a little a tear, like like right there. Yes. Hey, you know what just happened to me? Hey, and while he was talking to you, brother was probably called him on the phone. You did what I'm saying? This this just out of line, y'all. Just out of line. So yeah, I think it was because I, I wasn't very sucker ish. So mm-hmm. he had to go through to the extreme. Yeah. So he to had to pull on some extreme. Like, wow. You see, you know, because I'm not like that. I'm not just real easy. I'm like, mm, no, you know. But I mean, when people need time off, I would give them that. But so he had to go through like he back. had to go through extreme. You got your um, money back, money hundred flowers. Yes, I got my money back <laughs> from him. Not one eight hundred flowers from him. <laughs> Oh, you gonna, your mama gonna keep the flowers and you gonna give back my money. Goodness gracious, look, I want the money back and the flowers. You know what I'm saying? I flower for myself. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about sorry. We're talking about sorry, not being sorry, okay? It says, let me see, what about those who try to make you feel bad for your note? You know, and it, listen, see, look, that, that's a whole different level of uh, of craziness over there, right? But it's still, it's still manipulation. 
right? It is still manipulation. So again, individuals try to make you feel bad because they feel as though they can. You understand? They feel as though that they can. So, hey, it's it, yeah, the ladies want to pay sick to get out of there. Listen, and that's another thing. You, you, if you got to go around the damn block just to get to next door, save yourself some time, right? If you don't want to be somewhere, just don't go. It's all right. No, it, but you again, you cannot let individuals uh, into your space to the point where they know how to make you feel bad. Can't nobody can't nobody make you do nothing but the deal is they are used to it and they see how you move ladies and gentlemen that's what we're talking about that's what we're talking about we got to get away from that y'all so here's the next one now tell me what you think about this y'all Oh, and ladies and gentlemen, if y'all digging this, put together a hashtag. We digging this and share this. Let us know that you're sharing because this is some great information. You may be dealing with someone or you yourself may be having issues on uh, certain things and you don't know how to apologize or not be so apologetic for the way that you act. Now, we're about to touch on something else. Are you in a position in your life where you have to apologize for how other people behave? Oh, hey, huh? Uh-oh, Camille, what you feel about that? I see something kind of tingled over there. What it is? Have you had to apologize for a fool? <laughs> I don't I don't take responsibility for others' actions. Some well, you know, when you bring them into a space that and they're your guests, sometimes you feel obligated to apologize. But there was an incident I had where I was parking cars for a fair. Right. And so there was a couple who didn't want to go into the lines and, and do all of that. The guy gets out, and I really didn't care. I'm like, well, you just get a ticket, you know, whatever. But here's where I'm directing you, whether you go or you go, whatever, whether you go, you go or not. Well, he gets out. I don't want to uh, uh, park in this spot. And I don't know why y'all doing. I said, look, you know, I'm just doing my job. And then he was like, well, I didn't say I'm doing my job. I said, my responsibility is just to show you where to park. If you want to park where you want and get a ticket, that's on you. Long story short, he called me everything in the book, told me that's why I don't have no job. That's why I'm on welfare. That's why I'm this. And I'm like, I have a whole job in the military. Like, I can do this as a volunteer. But he went completely off to the point that another gentleman came over and was like, you're not about to talk to her like that. So they almost got into it. His wife comes out and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for what he said to you. He's really not this. He's not that. And I apologize. I said, you can't apologize for him because he's not sorry. He's still over here yapping at the mouth. I'm not going to take your, your sorry for something that you didn't do, you know, in terms of him. If he's sorry, he needs to tell me he's sorry. You cannot apologize for someone else's action when they're not sorry for their own actions. And so she was just red in the face and she's just going in these two guys. And so we ended up having to separate them over a parking spot. Park where you want to. I just directed the traffic. If you didn't like it, keep going. I don't care. But I got caught everything in the book and his wife felt so bad that she tried to apologize where he never did. You cannot say sorry for somebody else. Can't You can't tell me that he didn't feel the way he felt when it came out of his mouth. So with that being said, I try not to apologize for other people's actions. I might apologize for my part if I brought them and they cut up a fool. My bad. Won't bring them next time. You know, but in, in terms of the actions, that person is responsible for their actions. And our sorry means nothing if they're not sorry. So. All right. Well, look, here's a good question. 
Here's a good question. I think we can talk about this. No, no, look, look. Hey, we got time on today, right? So should white people apologize for their ancestors regarding slavery? <clears throat> so my my the way I think about it is this. Can you apologize for someone else's behavior? Absolutely not. However, well, take that back. You can, but will it uh, have any weight and salt? In my opinion, no. However, what you can do is acknowledge when it's out of line. You dig what I'm saying? And not to perpetuate it. You understand? Because you can't. You, it's almost like someone that I'm related to, I am trying to boast off of the things that they of that they've accomplished. You understand what I'm saying? Can I really do that? Does that make me look better? You get what I'm saying? Oh, look, you know, my grandma, she did boo boo. My grandma did that. So on the flip side, if my grandmother did something out of line, I don't want to be held responsible for that. However, I know that what she did was out of line and hey, that's not me. But I've acknowledged the fact that it was out of line. Yes. I don't know if this is, is frozen or not. Seth, you're frozen for me. Oh, okay. Uh-oh, I froze for a second. But anyway, but what what, what did you feel about that, Camille? Well, I, I think that's right. We acknowledge, um, you know, the wrongdoings and we do our best not to perpetuate that that thing. We have to acknowledge in terms of slavery, you know, you can't apologize for your ancestors past because they were there. But if you're continuing to carry on those that same ideology and you're still carrying on those same behaviors and you're still doing the things then you need to apologize for yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? You need to apologize for allowing something. And then you know it. And those people that are willfully ignorant about some things, I mean, they really know, but they're they're really like, no, but what about whatever, whatever? Um, those are the people that I, I really look at side, sideways. We have to acknowledge that these systems weren't set up for mm -hmm. certain people. We have to acknowledge that we're disproportionately affected as African-Americans. What can you do? Not necessarily apologizing for their actions, because again, that was before you, but what can you do to help change those systems that you benefit from? How can you use your voice on behalf of the people who are affected negatively? You know, so it's not about that, but also you have to acknowledge maybe your own contributions to those messed up systems, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And apologize for that. But, you know, it's the acknowledgement. Yeah. Yes, moving to correct it. What can I do to change um, those systems? What can I do to change the narrative? How can I do different, you know, with my kids and teach them? What am I saying in my household? What am I, you know, showing them when I go out and I interact with other people? So you have to take responsibility for your own actions and for doing the right thing when you can acknowledge that somebody else may have done the wrong thing. Yeah, they might be my lineage, but, you know, like I keep saying, the buck stops here. How can I change yes. the, the history and the legacy of my family? Yes. You know, and even if it just starts with my family. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the the, the funny thing is, and Adren to Adrena's point, saying that they have some unpacking to do, but we do, too. Keep that in mind, right? So not, not saying that we need individuals to apologize, but we still got some things we got to deal with too that we may have not 
contributed to, but we're still holding on to certain things, right? It's, it's, it's retroactive, if, if you will, you dig? So it's part of our DNA, but if we can't even acknowledge it, how do we expect someone else to? You dig what I'm saying? It's like, you can't, and, and to this point, he says, how do you change the mindset of someone who sees no as a way to ask in a different way to get a yes? You don't. You know, and again, it's not you. You can't. You, you can't change anyone. You can't listen. You can't help the fact that a person think the way that they think. You can only show them. And what will happen is, you have to teach people how to treat you by the way you treat yourself. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? That's what it is. Yeah, but mm. you can. You can reprogram their mind because the more you say no, it creates those deep grooves in their subconscious, and mm. they don't think twice about saying no after a while. If you say yes for so long, it takes a while to for them to reprogram their mind to say, "Oh, I forgot when I go to her. Now she's saying no for real, for real." Yeah, and so it does change their mindset. They think twice about coming to you when your no is no, and it becomes that regularly. Those patterns, yeah. you created a new pattern, not only for you, but in their mind as well. As well. And so they approach you differently. They change. And, and sometimes they'd be like, yeah, I ain't going to her. And I've heard it. I ain't going because every time I go, they'd be like, no, I can't help you. I can't do this. They over here living their best life. No, I'm over here struggling. Your struggle is not their their uh, responsibility. You know what I mean? You struggling because you're not making good decisions. They're making good decisions. They're not working to take care of your bad habits. Why are you mad at them for saying no? They got a whole family and them and a family because they're making good decisions. They live in a best life. And because they're saying no to you, now they have more time to do the things that they love in their own life because they've worked for that. They've earned that. They deserve that. You are not you know, privy or you don't have a they don't have an obligation to take care of your grown self and your bad decisions. So you can change their mindset by continuing to say no. So you're, you're right. I think I think with your example, to your example, that they have to change their mindset, but you can help them. You can help to create a different habit. You understand what I'm saying? Because you are disrupting their 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 norm, if that makes sense. You get what I'm saying? So now they have to rewire themselves, say, okay, cool. So I can't come to them when I'm you know late on my, my rent, okay? Because they've shown me that they don't play that. So now I need to find someone else. So they're changing their mindset as far as how they think about you because you have disrupted their pattern all right and here let me see what about the kids involved what if they're suffering from parents poor decisions does that change the no asking for it well look tell your friend <laughs> wait go ahead what do you, mean that? you you can't save the world you can't save the world you can do enough but people again if they're not making good decisions you will be responsible. You will carry that guilt that does not belong to you mm -hmm. uh, for the long haul because, you know, you're like, oh, the kids. Well, there are some kids that have had rough lives that made it. You know, you keep talking about them, showing them that there's a different way, uh, imparting knowledge. You don't always have to impart your pocket. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You give them the tools, connect them with people and resources that can help them. If they got to go to the rec centers or to the to Salvation Army and get some soup, you know, to feed them, it's not always your responsibility. Mm -hmm. We have to resource people. 
Because if you don't resource them, they will always have a handout mentality. And that mentality that their parents have had of making bad decisions will con continue and be passed down to those children who will find themselves in the same places, who will pass that to their children. So you sometimes have to be a disruptor of other people's bad things. If you really care about the children, resource them. Show them how to go get it done. And it doesn't always mean it's what options do you have? How can you, you know, make this situation better for you? If you don't have anything to eat, you say, I don't have nothing. Is it that you have nothing to eat or you just don't feel like making something? If you need to boil the rice, boil the rice. If you need to eat a can of beans, eat a can of beans. Your 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 belly is full and it's going out and getting it by any means necessary. Yeah, so don't feel bad. I mean, you feel bad for the kids, yeah. but you resource them in a way that's, you know, teach a man to fish or give a man a fish. He eats for a day, teach a man to fish. He eats for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And that's what we don't do. Mm -hmm. So we have to, if we, we feel that bad for the kids, give them the knowledge that they need to go get it on their own. Absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. And education and communication is the key. You're absolutely right. And, and again, y'all, with that being said, Sometimes we have to realize when we're talking to a brick wall. All right. Reckon if you got do you even have the time? Not saying you don't have the time because we have time for things that we want. But you also have to understand that you do you have the time and the energy to help. To, and, 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 and please take this take this lightly. Not everyone that that are adults understand certain in, in in your realm, what is basic may not be basic to them. What is common sense may not be common sense to them. You get what I'm saying? So it's important for us to understand, hey, if is this person in a place of growth? So maybe I'm able to give them something that will help fertilize their growth process right on. But sometimes individuals aren't really ready you see what I'm saying? So you have to be able to use that discernment to say, OK, look, we've been here before. And when I spent two to three hours having this conversation, you're still there and we're still having this conversation. Maybe you're not the one to uh, maybe you're not, you know, their mission. They're not your mission mm -hmm. in life. Right. Maybe you have to phone a friend. Hey, say, hey, friend, I got somebody else that can utilize in your specialty because obviously I ain't got it. So don't yeah. always put yourself in a situation where you're saying, Yes, but you're tired of saying yes and putting yourself in an environment that you don't want to be in because sometimes, and I'm about to flip it, Camille, got to flip it. Sometimes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we say yes to things that we don't want to do because of um, we want to be used, right? First, we want to be we want to be utilized. We want to feel important. We feel important. We want to be the one, even though we don't want to be. Come to me, bring it to me. Oh Lord, oh there's somebody else. I got the help save. Oh, all right, then what you need? Because I'm saving everybody, but you don't really want to. You you do what I'm saying? What you think about that, Camille? I mean, that's true. Everybody wants to feel needed and important. But then the other thing, too, is that those type of people, you you end up going into burnout because you want to feel needed. But then you, you also that's your badge of honor. 
uh, whether people want to admit, admit it or not. And then they be like, yeah, I helped all of these people. And then, you know, you want to turn that back into this. You know, I help all these people. And then if you need something, well, they ain't do this. And, you know, I spend all my time doing that. If you do it, do it because that's what you want to do it because it's the right thing. Do it because that's what your heart tells you you're supposed to. And a, a lot of people don't have to know about all that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. are you doing what you're doing for the right reasons? Are you just doing it for a name or a title or a reputation or whatever that you're this person? Again, you're not God. You know what I mean? And we try to put ourselves on that same level um, by allowing people to use us just to make ourselves feel important, to make ourselves mm -hmm. feel relevant. Mm -hmm. And um, we are, you know, on the flip side, uh, damaging our own self-esteem in our psyche because the moment somebody doesn't need you anymore you feel useless you feel like you don't have any purpose you feel like you know all this and then you want to be mad about that too you know and then you have all this toxicity going on your face yeah. you're mad when people use you even though you want them to and then you're mad when they don't need you no more you're mad just, you don't know? <laughs> so that means now you're mad mad yeah, big mad, you know. <laughs> That's all. You're yeah. just mad. Your feelings hurt. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about that is ego. Yeah, it is. It's all ego, right? At the end of the day, it is ego. But we're talking about sorry, not sorry for certain things in life and setting those boundaries, uh, not being sorry for the things that you're doing in life. And it, hold on. All right. Just to confirm, you're saying you're not, yes, no. No, no million dollars. And hey, watch this. Just keep watching. And as a matter of fact, keep asking. So here it is. Now, the next thing we're going to talk about is this. And this is real. Not apologizing for what? Changing to become better. Y'all, this is for everybody that's watching right now. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Everyone that's watching the Sanity Check right now that has helped, that has subscribed, that has supported us, that has done everything. You are in a league of your own and also vibing with your tribe. And there's individuals that's not going to be able to pick up what you're putting down. And guess what? That's OK. You feel me? Not being sorry for wanting to become better. And I personally had to realize that was an okay thing and not everybody's going to dig you. You understand? You will not be everyone's what? Cup of tea. Cup of tea. You know? So, hey, let them stop sipping. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? Let them stop saying, hey, don't add little things to your cup just because you want to keep their company. Be okay. You're getting better. You're, you're, you're releasing fear. And sometimes releasing fear is releasing individuals right on. And some people outside of your dreams won't be able to see that. But those dreams is your dreams, not theirs. So how can you live your dreams if you're afraid of making someone feel a way because you want to be the best version of yourself? What do you think about that, Camille? I mean, you know, people try to hold you. Like I said, you know, we, we all hear the thing. People remember a version of you that no longer exists, you know, mm -hmm. and I have to remind them, you're not going to hold me hostage to my past. I have a right to change. I have an obligation to myself to change and to grow. And, you know, there's even family that will say, you know, oh, you think you this, you think you that, you think you, no, I'm just growing and I'm learning and I'm trying to impart that knowledge into other people. Don't make me feel bad because you're still stuck. Ask me how I'm getting where I'm going. 
Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll give you the same information that somebody gave me, but I am not going to remain stuck in the same situation to pacify somebody else's feelings about it. I'm See? not sorry that you haven't jumped on that. You haven't, you know, listen, you haven't decided for yourself that the pain of where you are is more than that pain of change and that you want to. I don't want to hit my rock bottom. Hey. I, I'm grateful for the wherewithal that I know that you can't stay in the same place or you'll get left behind. I don't want to have to experience oh, all those wait. things. Give me the knowledge. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Listen, you just said something. Hold on. I, my bad. Let me say, look, you said something that was so, so powerful. I don't want to hit rock bottom. Hey, yeah. I've seen people do it and it looked like it hurt. Hey, look, wait. Think I've about seen this. it enough. Hey, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, please, hopefully this is resonating with you. Individuals will be upset at you because you don't want to feel what they feel. Okay, you don't want to commune with cuckoos. Okay, I mean, think about it. If I see what poverty looks like, and I mean that bottom, why would I do? Well, why wouldn't I do things to prevent that? Hey, watch this. Come on, you get what I'm saying? You want that, or do you want it? You can get with this, or you can get with that. But don't be mad because I don't. I can't dig that. Like you said, look. <laughs> That hurts. It looked like it. it <laughs> look, you think I want to put my family through this mess? No. You mad? Wait, watch this. You mad because I want to put myself in a position to travel the world? Right. You, you know, I, and I think about that when, when people are going through that and it's like, well, you don't understand. I don't want to. Not on a, a personal level. Say like drugs, right? So drugs were rampant in my family. Um, you know, we grew up in the 80s. We know what that looked like in our neighborhoods and things like that. There was nothing in me that said that I wanted to go down that route. I saw the damage and the pain that it caused on the families, how it wreaked havoc in the neighborhoods. And there was nothing attractive about that. Right. Why do I have to experience that and hit that kind of rock bottom before I decide that I no, somebody else's experience was less than enough for me? that I don't want to see that. I've dealt with the, the, the negative effects I see them coming and all that kind of stuff of that type of stuff. And I don't want to go there. I'm trying to learn how to stay or keep from being in that position. Mindset, the things that I'm doing, my choices, the power of you know my thoughts and all that kind of stuff, because I just don't want to go there. I don't want my children to have to you do know, that. But, Camille, that yo, but so <clears throat> the, the, the crazy thing is, is this. Yes, the term, you're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so the crazy part is, is that you see individuals and you know how you don't want to live your life, right? But yeah. you don't have to put yourself in a situation where you have to explain to the same folks that was there with you why you don't want that and then it's like hey don't you don't you want more crazy. hey no but seriously it's like hey we was in the 80s together why like you know what i mean we see what it did and we both said hey look at that we don't want that and so now we're in a position to do better why don't you want to you get what I'm saying? Why should I have to sit here 
and explain to you why I want better for me and my family. Hey, isn't that the whole part of what a legacy is? A positive legacy? Because keep in mind, you can have a legacy of craziness. You dig what I'm saying? So if oh, you yeah. want to, what they say, break the chain, you got to break the chain in order to, you know, continue a new chain. Break the old one right on and continue with the new one. But are you really feeling, you know, butthurt, excuse my French, because I don't want to do that no more? Come on now. I don't I just don't get that mindset, you know, and, you know, you have to experience there's things that I don't want to experience. I don't want my children to experience it. I've seen enough of it that I feel like I've experienced it for myself or at least, you know, yes. the people running through my house. You know, my grandmother's house sitting there and, and cops are chasing and people going through bars on my windows, people hopping the fence and stealing your stuff or, you know, a hit or something like that. I just don't, that's just not the life I want to live. You know what I mean? That's not the life I want or the environment that I want to be in. So I'm making different choices so that I don't find myself there. And, um, you know, I'm trying to make long lasting choices. And, and the people that don't get it, you know, sometimes I just want to be like, I don't understand why you don't get it. Like, why is it? But but as we're talking about self, um, I was doing a thing yesterday, a group yesterday talking about self-sabotage. And it's those patterns, those ideas, things. And our, our minds don't like that cognitive dis dissonance. So when we have these thoughts about what things you know, are supposed to, and we get a contradictory um, idea that things can be better, you know, we've lived our lives in poverty all of our life. And then somebody says, no, you don't have to live in poverty. You know, we revert back to because it's uncomfortable having to apply that new knowledge to our situations. We revert back to what we know. And we have to understand that it's a process to change your mindset. It's a process to create those new grooves of thought and ideas and things like that of where you can go. But I promise it's worth it. I yeah. promise it's worth it. Mm -hmm. You know, but a lot of people just don't understand that. And they wonder why I keep falling back in the same cycles because you have not replaced that with new habits, new mindsets, new things, you know? Yeah. And so I, I get it in a sense from that standpoint, but you know, at what point do you make the choice to change? Because, hey, I believe to those individuals that, you know, feel a way about other individuals that want to become better. It's because they deep down want better, maybe not as deep, but they want better and they don't know how. Some of it is ego because mm -hmm. they don't want to ask you how, and some of it is fear. So they rather stay they in position. Mm -hmm. Right. So they rather stay in a position that's comfortable for them and almost try to make you feel bad for wanting more than them. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Just because of just, it could be just mere uh, exposure. Like, yo, maybe because I've seen, so, you know, I've seen something different and now I see it's obtainable. Or I know someone that is, that's doing something that I would like to do. And so I'm about to go ahead and do that. So it's like, think about it, ladies and gentlemen and family. If we see someone doing something that we want to do, it is a reality. It can be a reality for you. However, don't be afraid to put in that sweat equity, right? Get it in. Don't be mad at somebody else for getting it in. Oh, look at them. Look, look, look. They, they blah, blah, blah. And then so now I get wind that you mad that I'm getting it in. So I stop. Hey, I get mad or I feel a way because you're mad that I'm doing everything or, 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 or you have an attitude. So to keep the peace, I stop being the best version of myself just to appease you. 
Mm. Why? Mm. Hey, but you know, don't know why, but we do it though. Keep I know, but <laughs> this is a sandy check. Why do you do the things that you do? Why do you stop becoming a better version of yourself for someone else? Mm. I'm the only person that's gonna live my life. I'm the only person that has to go through the mm-hmm. things that I go through in mm-hmm. terms of you know internally and things like that. Right. And at this point in my life, and I understand how that feels because I was a people pleaser before. I was you know wanting to do things to make other people happy at the expense of myself. You know I know what I could take. I know how this feels. I know all these things. But at this point in my life, I realize that nobody has to deal with the discontentment I feel in myself when I'm not living the life that I know that I'm supposed to live or mm-hmm. doing the things that I'm supposed to do. And that's painful and i refuse to go back to that i refuse to not live my life for other people but you know what i'm saying to stop my forward progress because somebody else is mad get on this train and get off that's your choice but it's still moving Mm -hmm. i'm gonna keep moving forward because i want to be able to live we talk about living our best life a lot of people throw that around real willy-nilly you ain't living no best life you're living from paycheck to paycheck. You're living from day to day. You're living from, you know, this person's uh, idea of you to the next person's idea of you. You are not living your best life. Live your best life when you live the life that you're created to live. You mm-hmm. understand what that is. Your no becomes your no. You make decisions based on what's best for you in that sense. And you're not sorry about whatever decision that is, especially when it's you know, in a forward motion, it's a positive motion, regardless of what other people say. Eventually, they'll come back and be like, you know, what is it that you're doing? I get it all the time. Like, I see these things and I want, I'm like, look, you can have it too. Listen in. You know what I'm saying? Things that I pay big bucks for, we give it to for free, you know, to help you change that mindset, to change those, those patterns of behavior, to change your family's legacy. Yeah. And so I, I just refuse at this point. I don't want to go back. I know what that feels like. I don't like it. I'm trying to see what this new new is like. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? And go, go as far as I can go. Absolutely. You know. and, and, and family, we also too keep this in mind. Are you being better? Are you changing to become better, unapologetic for yourself or to show people that you are changing? And what I mean by that is where are you putting your energy right are you doing it because you want people to view you a different way or are you truly doing it because you are in you are in an uncomfortable place in life and you're ready to move that direction because sometimes or some people want to give off the perception that they're getting it in or they're doing something, you know, right. But it's still shady. It's, it's not, I wouldn't say shady. Okay, I can use, for example, let's say, for example, you know, I'm from the hood, right? I'm from the hood. I like to dress nice, da 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 based off of what I can do. But my thought process is I want to continue to have that um, that light, if you will, on me. So instead of doing the things that I need to do to be in the best financial uh, position, I'm going to get bootleg looking clothes. Or let's say I'm a woman, got my you know my my, my fake Louis Vuitton purse, and I want to show you my Louis Vuitton, right? But it ain't. It's Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton. You dig? Or or <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, are you really trying to? You know, you know, change for the better, like the or, hey, or are you trying to impress other folk? You feel me? Because you want people to feel a way because you 
doing big things. No, your big things is still from Dollar Tree. Stop it, okay? Because listen, you're an imposter and everybody can see it and you know it. You understand? Because real people, real people can dig when you're getting it in. So who are you really trying to impress? Not me, because in actuality, I'm too busy trying to get it in. So are you really, uh, now watch this. Are you saying those people are hating on you because they're not giving you the accolades that you think you deserve? Uh-oh, uh-oh, did that hit you pretty <laughs> Hey, are you really trying to get it in and, you know, go above and beyond with these posts and, you know, I forget A, B, C, and D, these people over here, they don't love me, they just mad because I'm getting in. You really not for real, hey, not for real, for real, but so you can't say individuals are mad at you. You're not apologizing because you want to change yourself and people mad at you, but really they just might not be but you want to give off the impression that people don't want to be around you because you, you're doing bigger and better things. No, you're not. You're out of line. You understand? <laughs> and you, 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 you're yeah. crazy. Camille, what you think about that? Am I, am I treating towards the people like that? No, okay. there's people like that. And it's that intention behind what you do. You know, what you do for other mm-hmm. people won't last. Mm-hmm. You know, what you do for yourself will. Um, because it becomes a part of who you are and yeah. you're not seeking to impress people. What happens is if you do all of that for other people, the moment they don't validate what you think you are, now you're mad and now and you're going you back. Now you, you, you might stop. Yeah, and then you stop. Yeah, because it wasn't for you. Your intentions weren't right in the first place. Mm-hmm. But if you're constantly growing and doing things for you, you know, you'll see the, what do they say? Um, I will know you or by your fruits, I'll know you. You know, and the fruits is how you impact other people, your kindness, you know, the fruits of the spirit, your your long suffering, your your gentleness. All of those things are your fruits of your labor. And people can see, again, spot a fraud. I don't have to, even though, you know, there's some things I can afford. It's not that's not what's important to me. You know, my thing is I like quality because I don't have to buy as much. It lasts much longer. You know, and most of the bigger folks, they don't have these big old logos all over everything. You might have a little logo there, or a little, you know, horse band here, or, you know, it's just a red box. You have this signature thing, but it just doesn't scream this person's name all the time. You know the quality. They're known for the quality. They're known for that thing lasting, that it has a, a higher resale value than when you bought it a lot of times. And so um, what do you want that to look like for you? And I just feel like that if you do it for yourself and you genuinely grow, people will see the difference in how you talk, how you act, how you think, how you interact. And that's what they'll be attracted to. You don't have to put all these big flashy things because, again, by your fruits, they'll know you. That's right. And so that's, you know, it's for me. I'm not putting that stock in other people that they have to validate everything that I do or everything that I say. Everybody's not going to agree. And that's okay. But I know that I'm doing it from a place of, you know, of of honesty, of integrity, of this is what I'm learning and I'm sharing. This is how I'm growing. And I don't throw that stuff out, you know, at other people. Look what I got. Well, I got to show you all of the things of how I've been. No, it's not about that. Right. How are you touching and changing the hearts of people and making them become better? Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're talking about sorry, not sorry and different things that you don't have to apologize for. No more. All right. First of all, stop it. 
You dig? But understand what those are. We talked about your feelings. You don't have to apologize for your feelings, right? Having those boundaries, saying no to things that you're not interested in doing. All right. Just to appease other folks. Stop it. All right. And stop apologizing for how other people behave. You dig what I'm saying? If you didn't do it, hush your mouth. It ain't your business. You understand? Last, we talked about changing to become better. And what does that look like? Last thing, too, before we go, this is kind of want to use this to wrap this on up. All right. You don't have to apologize for putting yourself First, ladies and gentlemen, this is the sanity check. Ultimately, this is what we are on. All things resilience. You don't have to apologize for putting yourself first because you are your number one team player. Okay, you are your number one team player. It's so important for you to put yourself first, put your boundaries first to be the best version of yourself to in, uh, to ultimately help other individuals. How can you serve folks if you don't put yourself first to make yourself better to help other folks? You dig what I'm saying? You can't give people what you don't have. Again, you can't give people what you don't have. So if you don't put yourself first to get that resilience, right, and go through that resistance and then serve, if you don't do that, you, you're you going to be serving lopsided. You dig? You can't do that. What you think, Camille? What's your final wrap up with this? You're going to be serving air, just like we always say, you have to put your oxygen mask on first. You have to inflate your own life vest before you can help somebody else inflate theirs because if neither one of y'all's Vests are inflated, both be going down, be going down. So make yeah. sure you take care of you so that you have something you have to pour into yourself. Be around people who pour into you so that you have something to pour out and you don't starve yourself in the process, which is a lot of times, you know, we'll give to our tank is empty and then we'll be running on E and mad at everybody else when we did it to ourselves because we're not putting ourselves first. Self care taking care of those things, resting when you need to, taking those much needed vacations, uh, logging off, unplugging from social media sometimes, you know, reading a good book, put something good back in you, getting that much needed massage. You know, you got all this tension stored up in your, in your neck muscles and things like that. Get that massage and release that stress so that you could be a better person for the, the community that you're trying to serve. You know, people can't serve well when they're depleted. We see it all the time. And it's just like, they need to go get a rest. You know what I mean? They need to, to rejuvenate. They need to, to renew their mind. They need to, you know, get in some space all by themselves so that they can be better for other people. So um, we all need to do that. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is so important to make sure that we set those boundaries and put ourselves first, okay? You put yourself first is not selfish is actually selfless if you think about it because you're putting yourself first in order to help other individuals to be the best version of yourself and sometimes we see it right camille hit on a little bit you know we see when somebody's like look maybe they look they they doing too you much need a nap. They, hey they need a hey they might need a snickers they might need a they, they might need to meet some, hey, they might need to meet somebody to get some things situated. You understand? Because, hey, hey, we're just going to leave it right there. Look, because you're in everybody's business. Okay? You ain't taking care. Hey, look, you ain't doing what you need to do for you, right? You need to, maybe somebody need to help you release some other things in your life. You understand? Because you're doing too much in mind. 
Okay, you don't have to apologize for taking care of your needs if that makes sense. Did I hit it enough on it? Okay, so take care yes. of you. Hey, take care of you if that's what you need to get your mind right and stop being so extra in everybody else's life. Be okay with that. You don't have to apologize for taking care of yourself if you need your toes did or even rubbed on. Go on and get your toes rubbed on because I'm tired of your attitude. I'm tired of anybody out there that got an attitude with me because they're taking care of themselves. Get yourself together because I'm feeling your negative juju. You understand? And the way you don't take care of yourself, that negative energy can can become um, toxic and it also can become contagious because now individuals leaving your environment feeling worse than they did when they came because you're not taking care of yourself. You understand what I'm saying? What you think, Camille? I mean, that's true. That's true. You create. We don't. We don't know that sometimes. We'll go, go, go because that's what we're used to doing. But you know, we're on edge all the time. We haven't allowed our mind to just kind of rest. So we're hypersensitive to some things. We're irritated easily. Irritated and agitated. And the people around us suffer and they ain't got nothing to do with it. You don't worry yourself thin, but you don't even have the wherewithal to know when you need to step back, when you need to take a break. And and sometimes we have to also allow people, I'm sorry, this thing is bothering me, but we have to allow people to speak into us and show us what we can't always see because we're in the forest, you know, we can't see the trees for the forest, you know? And so we can't get so defensive or angry with people who are seeing something in us sometimes and says, maybe you need to take a rest. Maybe you need to slow down a little bit. Maybe you need to just, you know, that can wait until tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so I've been learning to be sensitive to that too, because people can see the things that we don't because we're so used to being in that mindset. Um, You know, instead of getting mad, you'd be like, you know what, maybe they're right. This can wait until tomorrow. I don't have to send this email or this text, or I don't have to, you know, go meet with this person. It's not that important. I need to shut my eyes and rejuvenate my body and mind. So mm-hmm. absolutely. There it is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this was the Sanity Check. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed this. Yes, yes, things where accountability is the key. Self-accountability, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is. But we do appreciate y'all for being on. Make sure you subscribe and you go to Roku, Amazon Fire. Join the Lions Pride Network. Am I pointing to it? There it is. Yeah. So make sure you join it, right? It's it's a good time, y'all. We have some great content and we just want to connect with you and ultimately change the world. And we cannot do that without your help, your love, and your support. Right on. Right on. Right. right, We'll see y'all soon. Later.